The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Welcome into a special edition of BGN Radio, brought to you by the fine folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kiss, and I am excited to present to you the second time on this network since our relaunch that we have an episode featuring a former Philadelphia Eagles legend this time. It is Brian Westbrook. I don't have to explain to you who that is. He's one of my favorite all-time Eagles, one of the most exciting running backs that I've seen in my lifetime, and he stopped by to talk to me about something very important to him, which is his partnership with the Crown Royal Purple Bag Project. And look, I love Crown Royal. I like securing bags. I very much enjoy projects. But put all that together, and you've got an awesome effort to help veterans and active duty service members. So check this out. Support the cause. We talk a little Eagles, too, as we are going full steam ahead into Dallas week. Also look out for a flood of shows coming your way to cover this matchup with the Cowboys from every angle imaginable but for now let's kick it over to my conversation with eagles legend brian westbrook oh awesome brian how you doing brother doing well michael how are you buddy doing real well so we'll get right into it brian so i don't waste too much of your time i know you're a busy man and you're and you're doing a lot of stuff here before we talk about some eagle stuff i wanted to give you a moment to talk about something outside of the lines that you've taken a big interest in and it has to do with helping veterans and active duty service members. Uh, so please take your time and let our uh, listeners know about the Crown Royal Purple Bag Project. Well, yeah, Crown Royal, you know, they, they've introduced something I think is really cool, especially with Veterans Day coming up this Sunday. Uh, they introduced the Purple Bag Project. And basically, uh, we're going to take that, that iconic Crown Royal Purple Bag and have them all down to the stadium, and we're going to invite all of our Eagles fans and visitors to our Lincoln Financial Field and, and invite them to bring personal care items that they would like to, to ship over to our active uh, military and service members 
uh, overseas. It can be notes, it can be deodorant, it can be lotion, whatever they want to ship over there. Uh, we'll put it in those bags and we'll send it overseas to our, our military members. And it's a it's a great cause. Certainly, uh, our service members are some of our most beloved members of our community, and we want to support them in every way we can. And Crown Royal has done a great job of starting an initiative to make sure that they're thought about, especially on Veterans Day. Where can people find more information on how to support this cause online? I'm sure it's on the Crown Royal website. But also that they'll be down at the stadium this week. Crown Royal will be down at the stadium this week and have an opportunity to, and all the fans will see them. So they'll be right there in plain view. All the fans will see them, and that way they'll have the ability to bring those personal care items and um, drop them off and get overseas to our, to our military. Excellent. Sounds great. So, Brian, I know that when I drink some Crown Royal, it's important for me to stay hydrated. And uh, you've actually you've teamed up with them for what's called the water break. What's that all about? Yeah, I think, you know, again, Crown Royal has been very socially aware of what's going on and very active in our community, making sure that we're healthy and smart and doing the right thing and responsible. And the water break was an initiative they started early on in the season. And we understand that people are going to have alcoholic beverages at the game, but we want to make sure that you you can enjoy the entire game and be uh, present for the entire thing and have a great experience. And so, we, we encourage people to drink responsibly, of course, but also to take some time away and take a water break. We all know where the water break is on the field and basically a time to rehydrate, to rest yourself, and kind of the same thing off the field. It's an opportunity for you to rehydrate, to, 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 to get some water, and you take a break and then go back to uh, – and then go back to having a drink or whatever it is that you're that you're having at the time. And so I, I think it's a great responsible measure by Crown Royal to, to get everybody going. So, Brian, you're doing all of this uh, great work with, with Crown Royal and in the community, which is awesome to see. Uh, you're obviously being active in your time uh, out after your, your football career itself. What has the transition from player to fan been like for you personally? It's been really good. I mean, I, I'm one of the guys that believe that your playing career is a, is a small, small portion of your life and that there was always going to be a post-career and there was always going to be a family and kids uh, that come along after that. And I'm certainly in the midst of the family and the kids and the post-career stuff. And for me, it's been fantastic. I mean, this is something, uh, being a parent is something that I've looked forward to my entire life. Um, I, I was raised with great parents and a great family. And so being a part of my own family now has been very special and very meaningful for me. So there is a phrase that I came across when we were setting up this this interview here. And it's it's not about what you have. It's about what you can give. Is that something that really drives you and guides the way that you want to be remembered and how you help people off the field? Well, I think that, you know, when I talk to my kids, when I talk to other young people, that really it doesn't matter their age. It's about the legacy that I wanted to leave. And, and when I leave this earth, hopefully it's a long time from now, but whenever I leave, I want people to be able to say, you know, Brian was a great guy, but he gave. He was a giver. He was someone that you know, said it wasn't about him. It was about the betterment of all people. Um, and, and he made sure that the least of us had an opportunity and you know really for me that's what it's certainly all about and i've had the opportunity to be, to be blessed to have played in the nfl for a long time and now i i, I want to 
be able to throw that rope back over that wall to help other people, and that's important to me. So speaking of your time in the NFL, I want to transition to some Eagles talk here. What did Dallas Cowboy week mean for you as a player? Was it was it a lot different than any other week just as far as what your mindset was approaching that, that rivalry game? Uh, you know, as a player, you try your best not to get wrapped up too much in it, but I think that it's hard to miss. Uh, all of our fans hated the Cowboys. Uh, it's kind of ingrained into you as soon as you become an Eagle that you hate the Cowboys. And for me, it was no different. And 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 then you you, you think about what's going on in, in the city. Everybody is ramping up. Everybody is preparing for the Cowboys. And, and you just want to go out there and beat that team. And I think as a player, there's a little bit something extra uh, in you to beat a team that all the fans that support you day in and day out hate. And that team for us was certainly the Cowboys. So let's talk about the uh, the Eagles this year. So Brian, cu- coming out of the bye at four and four within one game of the Washington Redskins and the Dallas Cowboys, coming up to the next the second half of the season that features five very important divisional games. It is going to be an old fashioned NFC East slugfest for the crown. How do you think the Eagles fare this year? Right. So I, I think the Eagles, you know, obviously they struggled just a little bit early on in the season and a lot of injuries and not having your quarterback back and the Super Bowl hangover was, was relevant for the football team. But now, November, December, this is the most important part of the schedule. And if they want to be a team that not only makes it to the playoffs but can win some games and hopefully repeat uh, uh, Super Bowl champions, they have to play better than they ever have. And that means no more silly interceptions. That means cleaning up things on the offensive line. That means our defense has to play on a different level than they've played all season long. Um, if they're able to do those things, then we have a chance. We have an opportunity to repeat. But, I mean, you see what these other teams around the league are doing, the Rams, the Saints, the Packers, uh, the Falcons, the Panthers. They're putting up points and they're playing decent enough defense to win. And we have to be able to match some of their scoring. And I think we took a big step in that direction when we got a guy like Golden Tate. And hopefully that that uh, addition there will, will help us and really propel us to the place that we want to be at. So having, having watched you know, Golden Tate's game as he's been in the NFL, what dynamic that, does he bring to the Eagles that they might have been like lacking this year? Well, I think he, he gives you the ability to have some explosive plays. And I think you know, prior to the last couple of weeks, we've missed um, the opportunity on a lot of explosive plays. We have to do a better job of, of connecting on those explosive plays because it's just hard to go 10, 12, 13 play drive every single possession to get down the field. There are, you know, three or four possessions each game that you need an explosive play just to get things going. And we've seen the Eagles struggle just a little bit offensively because they were missing some of those explosive plays. You get yourself a veteran that has been there and done that, a veteran presence that guys can lean on, especially the quarterback. He can lean on in the fact that they know Golden Tate is going to get open versus man-to-man. It doesn't take long for him to get to get open because he is that type of guy. And then when you look at it, the yards after the catch, that's one thing that nobody on this team really is good at. I mean, I'm trying to think of think Darren Sproles, but you know, obviously he's been injured. Alshon is a big receiver. He does get a few yards after the catch, but Golden Tate is a different level of yards after the catch guy. And really when I think about it, Nelson Aguilar is a guy that can do it, he doesn't have a lot of opportunity to catch the ball and do that 
at this point. And so Golden Tate is the guy that is going to give you a lot of a lot of yak. He's going to give you an opportunity to make some big plays down the field, and that's something that this offense definitely needed. So you played under Andy Reid for years and collected a lot of wins with him, so you definitely know what good coaching looks like. Uh, how do you think Doug Peterson has done so far, not only you know getting the team to the Super Bowl, but also handling all of this adversity, not only last year, but this year as well? Yeah, you know, obviously you start at the Super Bowl and winning that game without your quarterback uh, that threw 33 touchdowns last year, that's difficult to do. Um, and that's impressive uh, what Doug Peterson ha- has been able to do. Um, you know, for, for him to be dealing with all the injuries that they have this year and still be a 4-4 four four at the break, uh, it, it has to be difficult keeping everybody focused on the prize. You haven't heard a bunch of bickering and back and forth. Uh, about the football team, even through some of their struggles. And that comes from veteran leadership and coaching. And I think Doug has done a decent job of keeping the guys together and getting them prepared to play. Now, it, it, this, this, this latter part, the second half of the season, is going to be uh, incumbent on Doug to make sure that everybody's ready every single game. And not only do they start fast, but they finish strong. And I think when you look at some of the games this uh, in this first half of the season, they haven't started fast and they didn't finish strong. And so uh, Doug has to make sure that his team is ready every single game because no one's coming out and laying down for the Eagles. No one's coming out and saying, you know, we're going to take it easy on them and we're just going to go out there and play. They're the defending Super Bowl champions, and they have to come out and be prepared for a battle every single week. Yeah, the crown is definitely heavy. And speaking of the crown, I want to give you one last chance before I let you go to let everyone know how they can support the Crown Royal Purple Bag Project. And I want to thank you again for stopping in to uh, to chat with us. Yeah, I think it's important. You know, of course, we we all want to support our veterans. We all want to be there for our active service members. And now Crown Royal has. Uh, introduce something very important and near and dear to all of us, being able to support our active service members. And if you bring uh, some personal care items down to the stadium this week, um, Crown Royal will be there to fill those iconic Crown Royal bags full of those personal care items and send them over to our active service members overseas. And and, and to me, there's no better initiative. There's no better uh, uh, thing going on in the NFL right now than being able to help serve and help uh, our, our service members uh, with personal care items. And that's really impressive. And I'm glad that uh, to be a part of such a, a great initiative by Crown Royal. Brian, thank you for uh, for chatting with me, man. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great day and good luck with everything. Okay. Thank you so much. So again, thank you to Brian Westbrook for stopping by. We really appreciate it here at Bleeding Green Nation. Again, I have been your host, Michael Kist. Coming up on the week, we've got more At the Podium episodes with press conferences from Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. We've got two Kist and Solak shows previewing this matchup, the Dallas offense against the Eagles defense, and then we're going to flip it for the second episode. We've got another BGN radio coming up with John Stolness and Brandon Lee Gowton to break this matchup down even further because it's Dallas week, baby, and we got to cover it from every single angle. Uh, also, we've got a new show coming up that I'll announce tomorrow at BGN underscore radio. We're going to be talking quarterbacks and we're going to be bringing in beat writers for the Dallas Cowboys. So all the voices and viewpoints and angles possibly imaginable for this game will have you covered here on Bleeding Green Nation. If you're not subscribed yet, please go do that. If you like the show, give us five stars on iTunes and leave a review. And remember, we all we got, we all we need. Fly Eagles fly. That doesn't make sense. Hey, 
Hey guys, this is John Stolnes from The Good Fight and the Phillies podcast, Hitting Season, where I talk to Phillies beat writers, broadcasters, and fellow Good Fight bloggers, as well as national baseball writers, and the occasional interview with Matt Klintak and Gabe Kapler. Also, you'll get continued success, a Phil's podcast hosted by Justin Clue and Liz Rocher covering all things Phillies, and The Dirty Inning, a hilarious podcast hosted by Justin and Trevor Strunk, looking at the very worst innings in Phillies history. Make sure you are subscribed to The Good Fight podcast feed.